0: Yep. So we'll have our Bible reading now um, from, if you want to look it up there in your Bibles there or it'll be up behind us here. That's 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 8. Thank you, Betty. Okay. The resurrection
1: of Christ. The resurrection of Christ. That he was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter and then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than five hundred of the brothers at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me also, as to one abnormally born. Thanks, baby. Comes, rome will be nothing until then the nazarene city'd rise again after three days We will lose peace and order if it's true will the people believe it the weak will
0: there will be no other gods kill him
1: is sealed, guarded with your life.
0: Tribune, pilot summons you. The body has vanished. His tomb is empty.
1: Where has he gone? You tell me. Already they're proclaiming him risen from death. The Emperor cannot arrive to unrest.
0: We must find a body home the city for bodies dead in the last week.
1: Take them up. Everyone. His disciples, where are they hiding his corpse? It was Nost. His followers. Another body, sir. Just revealed. No. Who told you that Nazarene was alive? Larry Magdalene. Looking for something you'll never find. Open your heart and see. No more lies. What happened to the body? The ropes that just exploded. You should have returned by now. I have seen two things which cannot reconcile. A man dead without
0: question. And that same man, alive again. wonderful last line, isn't it? Being wrong and wagering eternity on it. Or stated another way, if it's true, it changes everything. If Jesus did rise from the dead, this truth changes everything. And it does, doesn't it? If Jesus really did rise from the dead, it is confirmation that he is who he claims to be. He is the Christ, he is the Lord, he is our Saviour, and he is our rightful King. If it isn't true, then Jesus is a farce, a fraud. Christianity is the greatest failed social experiment in history. But how can we know? How can we know it is true? Let me suggest three reasons. There are many more. But three main reasons why I believe it is true, that Jesus is Lord and Saviour, then you can make your own mind up. The movie Risen, which we've just seen a clip out of then, which is out and briefly in the cinemas and gone, um, is out now, but it's stated on a story based around history, the story of Clavius. He's a tribune in the Roman army who's given the task to investigate some weird rumours that this Jesus, who they crucified only a few days earlier, has come back to life. And as you saw in the trailer we watched, it's a bit of an action-packed movie on a search for a body. And what's the big deal, you might think, a whole movie looking for a body? That can't be too exciting. Well, it's not just anybody. It's Jesus' body. I want you to have a, a real think about it. You see, if anyone could now present the body of Jesus, it's game over for Christianity, then or now. It would be a knockout blow. That's why the Romans would have been out to get his body. That's why the Jewish religious leaders would have been out to find his body. Because once they found the body, they knock out the resurrection, they knock out Jesus defeated death, they knock out Jesus can deal with our sin, you knock out that you can have a relationship with God forever, you knock out that we can defeat death and have eternal life. It really is a game changer when you think about it. If Jesus' body was found. Well, the movie gets to the end and the body isn't found. And it changes everything for Clavius. Because as he said there, he's wagering his eternity on it. He's wagering his eternity on finding that body and proving that Jesus wasn't who he said he was. And that changes everything. He's alive. It changes everything. And Jesus' body will never be found because he's not dead, he is alive. But not only was there no body, hundreds of people saw him. If you read in Corinthians fifteen three to eight, and that is way too tiny for me to read there. For what I received, I passed on to you as first importance. So Paul's reading this: that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures; that He was buried; that He was raised on the third day, according to the Scriptures; and that He appeared to Cephas, and then to the twelve. After that, He appeared to the five hundred of other brothers and sisters at the same time most of whom are still living, though some have died. Then he appeared to James, then to all of the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me also, Paul. So it's clear that hundreds of people saw Jesus as well. Not only was he dead, that was a public crucifixion that they wanted him seen dead. There was no doubt that Christ was dead. The Romans knew how to kill people. There was no doubt that he was put in a tomb and buried as dead. Yet somehow, a well-guarded tomb is now empty. See, if you're living in Jerusalem at the time, someone would have taken you, you'd be able to go to a number of people who would have seen Jesus alive. Is it 500 who saw them at once? there was then the disciples who saw him there were many more than that you could have walked up to nearly anybody in town and found somebody who would have seen Jesus or who would have been able to talk to Jesus who said they talked to Jesus or maybe yourself you would have seen him you could have found Peter and then later Paul and they would have told you the same thing yep I saw him I definitely saw Jesus and he spoke to me. He was alive. It wasn't just some one off person sitting on a hill who saw a glimpse of a ghost and through Chinese whispers passed down to other people that maybe they saw this guy alive. It was more like you could grab 20 or 30 people and sit them down and through different varying stories. The one conclusion would have come out of that every story was that they saw Jesus and that he was alive. Jesus rose from the dead. He's not in the tomb. They can't find his body. And heaps of people have seen him. Many, many. And that changes everything again. And that impacted everybody that they met. Everybody who met Jesus, everybody who saw Jesus, it impacted their lives. Which goes on to the final point, which I think when you have a good think about it, when you see people change, it takes a lot for people to change. these people that saw Jesus alive never were the same again. For example, if you have a look at the apostles alone, before Jesus was crucified, if you remember, one of Jesus' inner circle defected and betrayed him. The other apostles ran off for their lives with their tail between their legs. And even Peter, the rock, who earlier insisted that he was ready to die for his teacher, lost heart and denied that he even knew him. Does that sound like a bunch of guys that are going to stick by you no matter what? I don't think so. But something happened the apostles went through a dramatic change. Within a couple of weeks, they were standing face to face with the ones who had crucified their leader and their spirit was like iron. They would become unstoppable. Their determination to sacrifice everything for the one they called Saviour and Lord was evident. Even after they were imprisoned, threatened, forgiven to speak in the name of Jesus, the apostles said to the Jewish leaders, We ought to obey God rather than men. After they were beaten for disobeying the orders of the Jewish council, they once cowardly apostles did not cease teaching and preaching as the word of Christ. What happened to them? Changed everything. They met Jesus and that changed everything for them. (laughs) They gave up everything. They travelled the world telling people Jesus was alive. They gave up their lives even to tell people Jesus was alive. And the people they told, told others. And now message that Jesus is alive is believed all over the world. Believed by more people than any other belief system in the world. So Jesus has changed lives over the centuries and he continues to do that now. I know I don't know all of your testimonies but those of you who know him but every one of them that I've heard is a magnificent beautiful story of how Jesus changed your life from when you where you were. And what you were like and what you are missing to a totally changed life now. Same with me. He's changed me eternally. Not only was he changing lives then, he is alive, so he's changing lives now still. You see, if Jesus rose from the dead, it does change everything. And eternity does hang on it. Yours, mine, and this dude called Clavius. If that's not true, again, we'll look at verse 12 to 14, where Paul says, "'But if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead,' How can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And 14. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless. And so is your faith. It goes on to say that Jesus is useless. Our faith is useless. And it goes on even further to say, deeper down in that passage, that we'll be pitied above all people, if that's the case. Jesus and Christianity, again, would be a farce. But again, if it's true as I've put forward to you today, then it changes everything. changes everything for us. Our eternity does hang on it. If it is true, then Jesus deserves our everything. He deserves our all because he hang more than his all on us. And eternity can be ours. Please consider it today if you haven't. If you haven't got your story yet on the day you met Jesus, please consider that today. Our Lord is waiting to hear from you. We're going to play a short clip now, which is called Scars, as you see there, just to help us to contemplate a little bit of the cost on both sides, what it took for that to be reconciled. scars I always think when I've seen that a um, thing that comes to mind is Frodo of the Shire Lord of the Rings who got stabbed by the Morgul blade and what happened with his wound the kids would know the wound will never heal it was a wound that would never heal it would always ache he was always feeling it, it would never heal Just like the wounds of sin we have, there's no medicine on this earth that will heal it. But Jesus has proven to us he has the power to heal, even power over sin and death. This changes everything for us for eternity. Let's pray. Now, Lord and Father, the the cost was so high. Lord, we again thank you for the grace you've shown to us on the cross. The amount of love you've shown us on the cross. And the power by which He was raised again, Father, our Lord Jesus. I ask, Lord, that you help us to lay our lives upon him. Let us give us, every part of us, to him today. Amen.